Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, look at me. It's uh, missing me, Timmy. I'm giving out newspapers on the street to passers-by. Hear the latest news. Person goes missing. Oh, don't we walk past Timmy. Timmy, what? you were the last person who saw my friend Sharon alive. You're the murderer. What do you mean? I'm just sitting here giving out newspapers. Police arrest, Timmy. Arrest what? Timmy, police. Thank you. Ah, uh, it's me, the police officer. I'm here to see what all this disturbance is about. Police. You were the last person to talk to the last person who saw Sharon. You're the killer in this town. Arrest the, the police. Hey, what's going on here? I'm the mayor of this town, wondering what all this disturbance oh. is about. Oh, it all makes sense. I'm having a thinking montage. Police, I am sorry for uh, saying you were the killer in the town. It's actually the mayor. What about me? You haven't apologised to me yet. Oh, I'm keeping all my cards on the table and you're staying there, <laughs> Timmy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hi, I'm the grandmother of the the this town. What are, what are you doing here? That would explain why the mayor was listening to a record about listening to records, and that's why Grandmother is the murderer! Oh my goodness, how did you find out? Oh, you are. I knew I would get it right eventually. Well, you have accused literally every single person in the town so far that even has the slightest bit of suspicion. So it was a process of elimination which really got you there, I feel. And that right there was a reading from the script of Bloodhook. <laughs> yep. In fact, uh, a condensed version of the entire plot, all one hour, 50 minutes of this movie we're talking about. One hour and 50 fucking minutes of this movie. Jeez Louise. Oh, hello and welcome to Oldie Body Good Eats, the podcast where me, Sandro, my friend, Zach, complain about a movie for ages. An hour and 50 minutes for this! So we have, of course, been watching movies from 1987 in the order they came out in for most of the year now. We're halfway through April, and this is the first time this year that I think I've paused the movie halfway through, gone to sleep, woken up again, started watching it the next day. Because this film sucks. <laughs> wow, you, uh, you, really, you really just threw it out there, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, this is a bad movie. And I don't mean so bad it's good. There are moments yeah, that are yeah. so bad that they're good. And the premise is very funny. This was an absolute, absolute slog. I feel, I feel like this movie is... Is it so bad it's good in a lot of places? Because it's just so bad. It's just so bad. Uh, I actually watched this in one sitting, yep. which surprised me. Only because we had a schedule thing and I just had the exact amount of time to watch it. <laughs> and I was like in a good mood and I, I just watched it through. But nice. man, by the end there, I was just like, 
Has this not ended yet? Oh my god, I thought it ended 20 minutes ago. Yeah. My lord, they really dragged it on. The movie just didn't want to end. Like this this sentence I have going here. It just doesn't want to finish to let <laughs> And I really want it to talk. end, but it just won't. Yeah, but it, it won't. It refuses to. Just like this movie refused to end. It refused for its main villain to die at all. <laughs> it just wanted to keep going. It's oh. like, hey, we're going to have a sequel to this conversation, to this sentence at the end of it. And it's going to spring out at you. But that sequel is never going to come. Never going to come out. Thankfully... I just, maybe if this film was 80 minutes, I would be here, it would be a different story, I would say, this was ridiculous, and a lot of fun, and I enjoyed it. But it's not 80 minutes long, it's 110 minutes long. Yeah, if I speak now, that's the sequel to the movie, so I'm trying no, not, to speak. not to speak. Well then how about instead you say the other options for this week? And what I could have picked instead of this movie. Any Anything else, please. <laughs> Yeah, this is, uh, I'll, I'll say, I'll say, right here, right now, mm. that uh, I definitely laughed quite a bit during this film. Oh, of course. But it wasn't because it was good, that's for sure. And, uh, boy, what a film. What a film. Anyway, so your other options were Project X, an airman, a graduate student, are assigned to care for some chimps. Ah. And, uh, and, uh, and they're used in the Secret Air Force project. That could have been really good. Probably is. Rumpelstiltskin. It's a live-action musical. No one gives a shit. And then, uh, The Wild Thing. It's about, uh, Urban Tarzan, who patrols the seat of a city, defending the innocents. That could have been terrible, but funny. Instead, we watched The Blood Hook. To be fair, though, the premise was a man who kills people <laughs> with a giant fish hook. We were always yes. going to do this movie. I, I was so disappointed with the hook, though. It was just a regular ass fishing hook. It wasn't a giant one. No. It was just a very large, like, fishing. It wasn't like a comically oversized murder hook. No. It was just like a fishing hook, a large fishing hook, like on a bauble and everything that he was slicing through. It was pretty horrifying, though, to be honest. Um. I think this film needed more gore, though. Like, particularly for the yeah. first hour. Oh, uh, yeah. People get hooked and they're, like, dragged off screen or they're, like, mutilated off screen. And it's just like, just just show us. Honestly, I think the fact that the hook was, like, a real fishing hook was more scary than me than, like, a giant fake hook that just murdered oh, yeah. you instantly. Because those hooks hurt like shit mm, yeah they would they, they rip your skin open and other things and the fact that he was just raking people with those <laughs> actually made me cringe a bit more than i think a real like giant hook where you just you know kill yeah. someone well they they're not feeling pain no he was actively painfully dragging people with this and that made me go oh that made me cringe you know but definitely uh, the number one complaint was this movie was really long. Yeah, if it was shorter, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more. Also, the ending has to be the worst ending that we've watched. I think, I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's the worst ending that we've ever seen. On this show? Yeah. I can't think of anything that comes close to it. Because, like, we've done a lot of vague non-endings, but they've worked... Yes. Whereas this was like, there's still movie to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They did a fake out and then did another ten minutes of the movie. And we're like, what? Why didn't you end the movie? That would have been a perfectly fine ending to your 
Hey, and then it's like, no, we've got to do a slight training montage for revenge. What? Don't, what? That's the dumbest thing ever. What? Especially what? when he could have ended the movie before that training montage, but he yeah doesn't. What? Yeah, what is happening? God, the ending is so just like what? Yeah, the what? We'll have to talk about it when we get there. Yeah, we're going to go through the plot. I use plot in a very light sense. What do you mean light sense? The, the plot seemed pretty forced to me. <laughs> yeah, pretty forced. You're right there. <laughs> but in the meantime, as always, the show is brought to you by Patreon Kept Alive. The lights are kept on and shining by the Bad Porridge Club is what we call it, because we recently did a poll. People were like, call it Bad Porridge. So that's what it is now. You can sign up if you want. And get the latest bonus episode, which is Sorority Babes. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good. That's a good. One. And probably Mortal Kombat soon as well, because I think we're gonna see it. Yeah, we'll see how we'll that see. goes. We'll see. All right, let's talk about Blood Hook. Uh, very minimal notes for this movie, obviously. Yeah. Yes. So I I tried keeping notes, but there's just like large gaps of the movie where it's just like. <laughs> People get murdered for five minutes, you know? Yes. The plot goes on, but there's just gaps and leaps and jumps, so my notes uh, get a little bit more sporadic. But there's pretty sparse credits as well. I'll very quickly go through these. There's not much at all. Uh, It did get played at a film festival in 1986, which is why, if you look it up, it says the film is from 86, but we always go by the American release date, which was April 1987. That's why we're talking about it this week. Which is what we call a big fat excuse for watching this movie. That's true. That's exactly what we call it. Yep, we're not going by some weird Italian film festival where this film premiered at. No. No, 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 no. We're we're going by uh, uh, the American standard, or sometimes the Australian, or sometimes whatever we feel like, just to get the excuse to, uh, to, to watch it. Look, as moviegoers back in 1987, yes. we were flying around the globe we to watch movies. We very much were. I'm pretty sure, because like we did like Mirage at the start of the year. That never got released anywhere but like Hong Kong. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. So we travelled to Hong Kong to yeah, watch that. We had this it. Mirage movie was coming out. And thanks to our Patreons for paying for those plane tickets. We really appreciate it. Yeah, and the gold uh, alcohol. The top of the top of my flask yeah. uh, being taken off there for the sound effect, because uh, yeah, it pays for the alcohol which I needed to watch this film. Mm. See, that's the thing though. With last night, right? I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch Blood Hook. Let's get a bunch of let's get a bunch of drinks. So I had a bunch of drinks, and then I like the thing is, if a film's really bad, like Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two, mm. that film was so stupid that I was laughing the whole way through. It kept up that. It kept up that drunken high for the entirety of it. Mm. This film really hit the drunken low. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, so yeah. I was like, I need to go to sleep. <laughs> you just got depressed. Yeah, I just got really sad watching this film. <laughs> oh man, the acting was really bad though. I feel like this. Some movies are actually bad, but it's better to be sober mm. watching them uh, to appreciate all the details of how terrible it is. And some some movies. Are uh, like embracing the bad, yeah, and that's that's where the uh, the drunkenness really helps. Well, here's the thing, though. I think this film is meant to be bad on purpose because it's directed by Jim Mallon, 
who is an executive producer and director of this TV show called Mystery Science Theatre 3000. If you don't know what that show is, it's where comedians watch awful movies and do like a commentary over it. They make dumb jokes and stuff while watching the film. There's episodes on like YouTube and Netflix if you want to check it out. So he made that. He made a show about bad movies. Hmm. So is this him purposefully trying to make a bad movie? Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know. Because it's not self-aware. But have you noticed that his last name is Mellon? You're right. That explains it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's a good last name. I liked it. And then, uh, obviously, it was distributed by Troma as well. Yeah. Spoiler alert. This is a Troma movie through and through. Well, it's not like a mainline Troma movie. It's 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 not like a Toxic Avenger. No, it's not a mainline trauma movie, but it is a trauma movie. Mm. And so it has uh, classic trauma stuff of uh, special effects and lots of blood. So the only cast member in this movie who has been in anything is the main character, Mark Jacobs, who plays Peter Van Cleese. He was in Goodfellas, and that's it for the cast. Everyone else has done nothing. Wow. Even the great, like, grey-haired, creepy housekeeper dude hasn't done much. He's great, though. He's really funny. Mm. Which which one? That's the uh, that the guy with the earpiece. Yeah, yeah, the guy who you think is the killer for most of the film. Oh no, the guys who they try to make you think is the killer for you throughout the most of the film, but it's so obvious just at the start of the film who the killer is. Oh yeah, because you you hear an accent that's not an Americana accent, and you're like, that's the bad guy. Well, uh, that's not what ticked me off. Oh. It was actually the first thing he did was give away bait for free. Oh yeah, and I'm like. That's not a way to do business. This guy's evil. <laughs> You're probably right there. Yeah, that, that is a good tip off. Probably right. You mean I am right because we know that. Well, I don't know. Fact. The film didn't end properly. Was he the bad guy? There was probably another twist at the end of the uh, film that we didn't see because they ended it too early. Oh, uh, you're right. The cop turns around and is like, it's actually me. <laughs> Anyway, there's no critic score for this on Rotten Tomatoes. No audience score either. Yep. No one's seen it. 4.3 out of 10 on IMDb, though. That's out of about 1,000 votes. So people have seen it, but, like, also no one. But it's popular enough to get a Blu-ray release. So I don't know what to tell you. I also don't know how much it cost. Also don't know how much it made. I think this might have just gone straight to home release. I don't think it got a big cinema release. But if you were to guess how much it costs, what would you say? Oh, It's under a million for sure. Yeah, no, no, no. This is like 500 max. Yeah. The only thing that was like effects and stuff that they needed was like the blood. Uh, there's that one part where they pull a rope through some guy's head. I ah. needed a... Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was going to mention. The yeah. only real things is the dead bodies. Because mm. they use, they have like a hand that the guy chops up. Yep. As well. Yep. And that sort of thing. So, uh, I guess they did spend a bunch of money on that. That was only in, like, one 20-minute long sequence, though. It was like, all the gore is just, like, right in the middle. Yeah, but I think the idea is that it's supposed to be a somewhat happy-go-lucky film at the start, and then it has, like, a turn where it gets all gory. Uh, Taglines. According to IMDb, there's four of them. You've got to pick your favourite. The first one is... Blood sports of a human kind. Don't like that. Mm. I get it, because the sport, because the sport is the fishing. Yes, but you wouldn't know that unless you watched it. Yeah, because the because the poster the poster is just a babe on like something in the water, and then like a hook is coming for her. There's not even like a babe in the movie to go with it. It's just like <laughs> clickbait. Second tagline is live bait, but not for long. 
that one's better. That one's better. I like that one right. much it's better. It's much a bit better. of a pun. Because cause there's because it's like bait. I hate the third one. Fishing was never like this. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? It means that fishing was never like this. It's so dumb. And the final one, which we did talk about last week, because uh, it's on the poster. You can't worm your way out of this one. Ah, oh, yes, which is brilliant. Definitely the best one. All right, we'll jump into it. The movie opens with some very. 80s sounding actually yes i want to i want to talk about the soundtrack let's talk about the soundtrack Ooh. it's terrible yeah uh for many reasons one sounds like the soundtrack to age of empires the first one yeah yeah for pretty much all of it hey look i was okay with that two they reused the same two songs over and over again for 110 minutes you mean the instrumental ones in the background yeah yeah, yeah. they do they that, I think that adds... That's one of the problems with this movie, because that adds to the monotony of the entire thing. The font, though, what do you think? Uh, yes, so the font at the start, it's uh, it's it's alright. It, it's nothing special, because it's got the big blood hook sort of thing. I quite like the font. I don't know what it was. Uh, but then it goes red. Ooh. It goes red, which is one of the tropes we'll talk about later. Yeah, the movie starts... It's a flashback in the 70s. This young boy is walking down a jetty where his grandfather is fishing. A song's playing. It's called I Am Fishing. Yeah, it's like a, a love fishing or something. Yeah. But it's a key thing in the rest of the movie because it turns out that these specific notes that it's <laughs> yep. playing are the yep. devil's notes. The devil's trifecta or something, which I think is yep. a thing. But not in the way this movie wants it to be. And it's also what the cicadas sing. So what is it? The particular notes set off cicadas, which then set off the metal plate in war vets' heads, and then the war vets go crazy and kill people. I think I think it's the specific notes which cause the guy to go crazy, and the cicadas erupt when those notes are played and they play the same sort of notes. Oh, to just keep that going and then he's like, ah. Yeah, yeah. They, they they sort of enhance the torture, which is why maybe uh, when there's no music playing, he could withstand just the cicadas because they don't erupt all at once. Mm. But the music causes them all to harmonize and that's when it causes the guy to go crazy. So, yeah. do, we, do we want to just spoil the main plot of the entire movie? I mean, we just did. I mean, pretty much we did, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one cares, no one's gonna watch Sports. this. <laughs> no, not, not a single person. So, the main villain went to war, like, with Korea or something, I don't know. And he got shot in the head, so they did a metal plate surgery or whatever. Yep. Which pretty much, they stuck a metal plate in his skull. In his skull. Keep his brain's still in there. So he's got a metal pl- plate on his head. Yeah. And then whenever the cicadas or music plays the the devil's notes, yeah. it rattles and tortures him. And he's like, ah. So he goes crazy and murders people. Yeah, and apparently he was doing this 17 years before in 1970 because he kills the main character's uh, grandfather. Pulls him into the water. Yep. And, and it was very traumatic for our main character. He didn't pull him into the water, Sandra. <laughs> we find this out later, yeah. What happened was there was a bullet stuck in the other guy's, like, head or, like, shoulder thing. And then he also suffered from it. And so when he himself was playing the music, the cicadas thing, and he just fell over and drowned. 
We find that out later, because it sets it up and it's like, oh, he's been pulled into the water, what happened? Oh my goodness. And then we find out later this completely useless plot point that you just mentioned, that he was also in the war or whatever. And it's like, why put that... Like, the best horror films we've done this year. Yeah. The Kindred was pretty solid, Nightmare on Elm Street, all this stuff. They're good because they're simple. Yeah. This is complicated. Yeah, this had a lot of complicated plot points. It's, it's way too complicated for a slasher. Slashers are people go to camp and die. Yeah. It would have been fine if they put that in and it's like, oh, his grandpa's alive and is actually killing people. Like, he fell in the water, but he didn't die. And so he's been unstable and just hiding in the woods as a crazy man and then murders Pete and murdered some people. That would have been a better twist than, like, the whodunit they try to do. The, 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 the mean, the you done it. The you done it. They yeah. did. Because <laughs> he just keeps accusing people with no evidence. So we cut to 17 years later. Uh, the main character, Peter, he's now grown up. Yeah, well, uh... <laughs> Just, like, casually cut to 17 years later. Yeah, he's now inherited this fishing... Shack. Shack spot place in this fishing town. The, the one where his grandfather died and none of his family want to go to. Yes. So he's like, well, I'll take a bunch of my friends down. It's fishing season. There's a fishing competition going on. We'll go down, see what it's all about, and it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a fun summer. Let's describe his friends. There's his girlfriend... A psychiatrist. Yes. That's her one personality trait. There's the other guy who's got a fish hook as an earring later on. Hated him, but he's he's a cool, cool, radical dude. His girlfriend is this wannabe pop star that apparently was in music and is now not in music. And they do the worst fake out in the movie with her and that I hated. And then there is the third guy in their group who doesn't have a girlfriend, and he is just a dude? I think he's an incel. And then we're also introduced to this other family of tourists, this mum, dad, brat kid, and second brat kid. And they run into this fishing bait shop that's run by this German guy. Oh, was it? Was he German? That's what I thought. It's a European accent. Yeah, European for sure. I'll look it up. I'll look it up exactly what his accent was. I think it was German. But anyway, like, what happens? They run into his shack. They run outside and around it, and he's like, Oh, how's it going? A really obnoxious family with dad who's such an asshole. Um, They're dicking around, and the guy's like, Oh, German accent. Uh, German accent. I can't do German. A German accent. No, I've got to do the evil scientist. Yes, <laughs> yes. now there I have the German accent. There we go. Oh, hello there, friends. Uh, now I'm turning Russian. That was, that was very Russian. Hello there, comrades. Welcome to my bait shop. Hello, welcome to bait shop. You need the bait here, friends. Welcome to community. Here is free bait. Let me just give you this all this free stuff. Yeah. So uh, the young lad goes and grabs a stud finder. Mm. And he's like, oh, this magnet, it has a little thing on it. And if you, you put it on the nails, it finds the studs. And the kid's like, oh, gee whiz, Willikers, can I keep this? Holy stud finder, Batman. And he's like, ah, oh, yes, friend, comrade, you may keep magnet. 
I sure hope this doesn't become a plot point that's used against me later on in the film for no particular reason. It's very weird how the kid figures it out by using that thing. But anyway, we will get to that later on. I love how this weird German bait shop owner... You mean Russian? Russian, in our version of the film, which, to be (laughs) fair, is going to be a better version of the film, he always says, it's like I always say, just randomly, and then he says yeah, something yeah. that he's never said before and no one would ever say. Because, like, he says this, like, he's like, It's like I always say, fishing, okay. But remember, the lake is not a playground. You have to treat the water with respect. I am now Dracula, apparently. <laughs> Does he always say that? That's such a long sentence for you to repeat always. Yeah, yeah no, that was very dumb. It wasn't, like, quick and snappy, which would make sense if that's something yeah. you always say. No, it's this long sentence. It's, it's like I always say, you know, respect nature, don't litter, make sure to clean up after yourselves, yeah. don't cause any trouble, don't make any loud sounds that cause a murdering man to come in and hook your children away. Oh, that's right. You do always say that. I do always say that yeah. all the time. Like I always say, be respectful of nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wrote down... This guy just gives them stuff for free. Yeah. He's the villain for sure. (laughs) There's no way. There's no way this guy wasn't the villain. See, I thought, uh, and you were definitely, yeah, like you definitely picked up on it more than me. Because when I saw it, the only thing I thought was, oh, he's going to be that guy from like Friday the 13th. Who's like, you don't go down to that camp. Bad things happen there. You're going to die. I thought he was going to be that sort of character. No, 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 no. I thought, sorry. I didn't think he was going to be the villain. I thought he was going to be the guy that helps the villain. Oh, yeah, okay. In some ways, he was helping the villain of the movie, though. The villain of the movie, of course, being the movie itself. (laughs) (laughs) Bodum Tish, I'll be here all week. He was feeding it, that's for sure. (laughs) All right, let's jump back to those random teens. As we mentioned, there is this fish-off competition thing, and we're introduced to the worst character in the film, in my opinion, which is that random fishing dude who's always cheating. (laughs) Mr. Cheater. Dumb character. I, I think he's, he, he adds a bit of fun to the movie. I thought he was funny. I quite like the line where he was like, there's one thing I don't tolerate and it's change. Because <laughs> he comes in and he's like, no woman can participate in this competition. Change? I thought it was cheating. I think he says that as well later on. Yeah, he's always like one... Because th- like every character has got their one line and I think his one line yep. is there's one thing I can't tolerate or something. Yeah. Anyway, he sucks. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the first off, a uh, girl tries... Yeah, as you say, girl tries the thing, and he's like, ha, 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 lady fishing. And then the guy comes up with his custom rod. Yeah, with tassels on it, because it's made from, like, a bike handle. Yeah, 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 which is funny. I guess. And then the guy, and then the guy, uh, is like, ha, ha, you got tassels? What's that from? A tricycle? <laughs> and then the guy, like, throws a perfect, uh, mm. hook. And he's like, ah, the tassels are cheating. Fuck you. Fuck off. We hate you. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that guy, that guy really 180'd on the tassels there. Yeah. We also meet Bev, who is married to a character we'll meet later on. The opening line we get from her is, nice pole. I like it. And she talks about one of the fishing rods. <laughs> yeah. Her acting's so bad. Oh, she is particularly terrible, but in a way that I think is very funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, she was she was very funny. 
But also, yes, she's married. Mm. What? She's married to QAnon dude. Yeah, I didn't realise they were married. She's married to this conspiracy theorist who's always carrying around an M16. I called him QAnon guy in my notes because he's 100% a part of that whole thing if he was alive now. Uh, He sucks, but good on him. I oh man, he was he was also up there for like worst acting. Mm. But his felt like intentionally bad somehow. Okay. I don't know. It was it was like he was trying to be bad, but he was bad at it. I don't know. He was putting on this thing, and it felt really forced. Yeah. It felt forced. That what it, that's what it was, you know? Yeah, it did a bit. Because he's always like, oh, Agent Orange is going to come out of your TVs. We'll then talk about the best actor in the film, in my opinion, which is, of course, the creepy old housekeeper who is mm. keeping up the house that the guy has inherited, and he quits as soon as they show up. He's got a grey beard, grey hair is obviously the villain of the movie, right? Because he, he he looks evil. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got a pace ma- not a pacemaker the the ear thing. Yeah, hearing aid. Yeah, yeah. A hearing aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a hearing aid, so he's got to be evil. Mm. Because do you know why, Sandra? Wh- wh- why? Because the the main thing that causes people to get murdered is music. Oh, of course. So they're trying to put out that he's got this this hearing aid, and then. And that, uh, you know, maybe it messes with his hearing aid or mm. he can hear really well or something, you know. So the movie tries to put in some fake hints. And if the movie was actually cleverer... Cleverer? Like you using the word cleverer? Correct. No, 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 no. I use cleverer as in cleverer. Yes. It, it could have actually used that as a, like, a pretty good plot point to be like, oh, this guy, this guy, you know, they could have pointed out that he doesn't like the, like, he doesn't like loud music when they're playing the loud music. Yeah. He's like, turn it off sort of thing. So, like, they try. They really try and force you to believe that this guy's the murderer. They even have, like, a fake out. Yeah. Near the end. Sorry, not near the end. In the middle of the movie. Yes. That was annoying. That moment was super annoying. We'll talk about it later, but I hated the fake yep. out that they did with him. I love, though, how he's just always walking around the house and bursting into them, though, being like, oh, turn down the music. He's just, like, walking around. I thought he was very funny. I liked him a lot. Anyway, they go to a diner. Uh, that awful family from before is at the diner as well. And the mum of that family, she's being bullied by her kids. And, and the dad as well. She's having an awful time. She's also doing an awful bird impression which made her sound like a crazy person and so she goes outside she walks out onto the jetty and we see and peter sees as well because he's watching from the window that a hook comes flying out of the darkness and it hooks her and she's pulled into the water and uh, this is the first time is this the first time we see someone get properly murdered by it well you say properly murdered a hook swings around her there's no blood, yep. and then she walks off the jetty. Uh, she doesn't. She doesn't. She, she doesn't walk off. She gets dragged off. Nah, it looked her. a little bit like she was just walking. No, 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 no. You're seeing things. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she gets murdered. Oh, what's his face? Sees it as well. Yeah, Peter watches. Oh, when that gives him like PTSD. Yes. Because then he, like, flashes back. It's like a Vietnam flashback where he's like, oh, I remember when my grandfather was killed and we see all that again. Then the dad comes over and is like, this guy's drunk! <laughs> You're so drunk! Or something stupid like that. And I'm like, why, why, why did it... 
Why are these people talking to each other? I don't know. I guess it must be an American thing. You talk you talk to uh, other people a bit more. You're a bit more open. But in Australia, I would have looked at this person like they were fucking crazy if yeah. they went over and just started talking, you know. Also, the, the, the child, one of the kids is like, I like your hair. And then the, the, the bitchy lady's like, I like your hair. <laughs> yeah, that, that in particular, that really, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was that was dumb. I uh, love that. Uh, so that fishing dude from before is trying to cheat by growing his own fish. Oh yes, I love this. I lo- see. I love this. This because it was so dumb. Um, he he's like, oh yes, my little baby, you're nice and fat. <laughs> he does sound mm. like that. Yeah. Yes. Now I'm gonna put this little little red clip on you, so I can tell you apart from the rest. Mm-hmm. So he's he's fattened up a fish, so he can win the competition. And the fish becomes a pretty big plot point as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but while he's doing this, the creepy old man. Yeah, the grey-haired guy. Uh, we'll call him, let's call him the hearing aid, not the killer. That is a longer name than we were saying beforehand. I feel like that doesn't... Maybe just hearing aid guy. <laughs> How about grey hair? Yeah, grey hair. All right. Yeah, so grey hair, seeing as that was what you were using before, and it was shorter than any suggestion you've thrown out so far. <laughs> Uh, Grey hair is like, ah, I can't believe it. This old bass cheating. And then he pushes over the tub yeah. of all the fish into the lake. And he's like, ha, 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 Like, he does, like, an evil laugh, he which does. is kind of funny. Yeah, because he's meant to be the villain, like, at this point in the movie. Yeah, yeah, the movie's trying to make him a villain. Again, that's not a very villain thing to do. Mm, no, not at all. That well, that seems like a very good thing to do. What what should have happened was he then murdered the guy. Mm. Like, if the, if the guy went missing then, like, the movie cut away and the guy went missing... Then, then that would have been like, oh, I wonder if he murdered him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, true. But anyway. I actually have to apologise to the guy with the fishhook earring, because I just remembered in this next scene, I wrote this down in my notes, there is a very important scene where he gets some very important character development, where we find out that he can guess what sort of pasta is inside of a tin by smelling the tin. <laughs> Very important bit of character development. Why are you apologizing to him exactly? Nah, he still sucks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was. Wait, so are you taking back the fact that this guy sucks <laughs> and is stupid? I liked how dumb he was and going around and offending everybody. I thought he, I thought he was actually uh, probably the the coolest dude in this. Uh, sure. In this thing. I mean, he's definitely cooler than Peter, who's just an emo. Yeah. Can't think of anyone. Oh, I like Grey Hair's style. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Grey Hair was pretty cool. Yeah, he's cool. Um, like, the first thing that happens when they get to the house is Grey Hair Guy just, just like, fuck you, I quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. was very weird. I don't know why he did that. I've got some quotes, actually. I've got some pretty good quotes. Mm, I've got some. Ear, ring, like, hook guy... And I guess we'll call him Incel. Mm-hmm. They go out fishing so that they can train for the competition. Yeah. And the Incel is like, oh, fishing feels kind of like sex. It's just all waiting around. Well, that's a funny <laughs> quote. <laughs> I got a quote here, which was, I hate it when you talk with your mouth open. Because <laughs> mm. uh, so the girl goes, I hate it when you when you talk with your mouth full. 
And the, the kid replies, I hate it when you talk with your mouth open. That was fun. That was dumb. Anyway. Uh, we find out that... Oh, yeah, we find out that Bev has a kid. And the kid almost gets killed. Because the kid's walking down, like, near the edge of the lake. And, like, gets cut by the hook. And everyone's screaming. Yeah. So, was there music playing in that scene? I can't remember. Maybe, like, just, like, atmosphere or something, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was just the cicadas were, were going a bit nuts. Mm. Which is why... Because cause we know for a fact who it is yes. and why he's doing it. And if there was no music playing, why was he trying to murder the child? Because normally he's not murdering people. Well, why would he have killed Why would he have killed the mum earlier? Oh, because she was singing probably on the jetty. Yeah, yeah, she was, she was making stupid bird noises. Yeah, that set off the cicadas. Yes. I guess. Anyth- anything that sets off the cicadas, I guess, makes him go crazy. And we do hear the cicadas every time someone murders, so I guess that's fair. But yeah, the kid almost gets murdered, and then we never see the kid ever again. Yeah, the kid's leg gets sliced open, and I'm yeah. like, Choo. That poor kid. Any anytime I see that that hook go past someone, I like I can feel the hook hooking it because those things are painful. Like those could seriously maim people, let alone kill people, but seriously maim, and it would be ultra painful you know um what what happens i think this is where i took a break actually was after that moment where the kid was killed oh no it wasn't because directly after that that scene where the kid is almost killed we've got the pop star and peter's girlfriend talking to each other the, the psychiatrist and the psychiatrist is like you know peter he is he's casting his rod out into out into the lake and its symbolism for him casting his mind deep into the abyss of his trauma. And I was like, I need a break from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they catch the, the red clip fish, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that Earring Guy? I think Earring Guy gets the fish, right? No, 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 no. It's, um, it's Incel. Incel gets so the fish. So the, the lady goes all psychiatric, yeah, but just before that, the, the Incel catches the red clip fish. Mm. And the, the, the guy who cheated finds the clip on the boat and he's like, oh, I'm going to get those two boys. That's right. And then they, they bring over that fish and then, uh, what's it? They, they throw it out into the lake to get it later? Because somehow Greyhair gets it. Does he? Because that's how he wins, right? I think he just finds a really big fish. I think they submit it as a fish. But it's not quite as big as the one the old man's been chasing for... Mm. Something, something years or oh, whatever. That's right. They do that thing as well where it's like, I've been chasing old Betty around the lake since I was a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't set it up beforehand, which really sucks. <laughs> of course. Nothing in this movie is set up beforehand. So that must mean that, yeah, Earring Guy and Incel Guy catch the fish. Incel Guy takes the fish to Bev's house while Earring Guy hangs around by himself and then he gets hooked. He's out on the lake and then he gets killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love the conversation with Earring Guy has with a killer dude. Because just before he goes out on the water, he goes to his place because he's talking with everyone. I can't remember what the first guy's line was, the evil guy. Oh, no, he explains how um, the guy got shot, I think, and how they got they grew apart as friends. Oh, yeah. And then, and then he says, you could make an excellent movie with a story like that. And I was like, ah, ah. Boo! 
You, how dare you, movie? Oh. How dare you, you, you say that? That's bad. You're tooting your own horn a little bit too much there. I did not pick that up at all. That is terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. You, you must have missed that because yeah, he literally goes, "You could make an excellent movie with a story like that," and I'm like, Boom. "That sucks." That was very. That was funny. That was funny. Well, then I'm glad he gets killed. I'm glad he dies. Yeah. Well, I think um the guy tells him. His, like, secret fishing spot. So he knows exactly where he is to go and murder him later. Yeah, he goes and murders him. This is the first kill where there's lots and lots of blood as well. And in this kill in particular, the blood is just paint. It's just red paint that he's got over his hands. It's nothing really that... I don't know. It doesn't look that convincing. Uh, The police then find the boat that he was killed in. There's a lot of blood in it. Obviously no body, so they've got no leads. The immediate first thing they think of, uh, because they find bullet casings. Yeah. The guy's like, oh my god, the crazy guy with the gun, he killed him. Oh my god. So he runs over to their house with the cop. Mm. And the cop's like, alright, give us the gun, show us the gun. And he, he grabs the gun and then like... Uh, uses a knife to, like, cut bits off of it to show that it's fake. It's a fake gun. It's a fake gun. And then the cop's like, now will you please stop pestering me? I've got real police work to do. And I was like, damn. All right. And Peter's like, real police work? You just mean filling out forms. And it's like, Peter, shut up with the forms, dude. Yeah, Peter, shut up. That is police work. He has to do all these forms to log a missing person, Mm. you dick. Then after that, we get this massive red herring, which is grey hair walking around with a giant hook that looks identical to the hook we've seen killing people. So we're like, it's Mm. definitely him. It's definitely grey hair. Uh, well, that's the thing. That's the thing they can do. Because the killer is using just a regular hook, they can use a fake out where they've got the other guy using a regular hook. And it's like, oh my god, he's the killer. Uh, so they do the fake out there with uh, the lady, which I mentioned. So she gets upset that her friends die. This is the pop star, which is the girlfriend of uh, the guy that just died. Yeah, she goes out onto the water... In the exact spot where he died. She's on the lake where the guy went missing. That's the first thing she does. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> it's very dumb. And then she she nearly... Does she get got? She nearly gets got. Uh, well, we are meant to believe that she does. Oh, right. Yeah, they do the fake out. That's yeah, because the hook, I think, pulls the mattress out from under her. And then we assume that she gets run over by the boat. Mm. And then we cut to grey hair carrying what could be a body in a body bag and putting it into a freezer thing. That's what what we're meant to assume is that he just killed her and is carrying her body out. Turns out it's just a fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, except that the bag looks too small to be a body bag anyway. So <laughs> yeah, it was so dumb. I hated that. I hated Which this. is good. No, 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 no. I like that. I like that. That it was like... You know, it was a little bit obvious that it was a fish, but also that it was sort of a fake out. I thought they were they they were hedging their bets both ways, which was kind of again, this movie could have been better. If it was just a better movie, it could have used its clever points a bit better and not the stupid ones. I loved the scene. We don't need to talk about it for that long, but Bev and Incel, they do these like romantic push ups. I thought that was a very funny scene. Oh yeah. I was laughing a lot during the romantic push up scene. And then and then they bang, right? Yeah. I guess. We don't see anything. Yeah, but then we find out that she's also married. 
Yeah, we get another fake out where just after the sexy push-up scene, Incel spies through the window and sees her and who we guess is her husband. They're then making out and he's like, oh, I hate this. And then the next scene, we get a scene where he's got the fish hook. He's got the Mm. same sort of giant hook that has been used to kill people. And so we go, oh, is he the killer? And then Bev gets killed and so we're like, it's him, right? It's got to be him. And then he immediately gets murdered. His ear gets chopped off by... How does that... Because the the hook goes against the side of his face and then cleanly tears his ear off? Yeah, I, I guess the ear is pretty whole. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's dumb. Look, it's dumb. But yeah, now he's dead. Uh, that's when it's revealed that the killer is the German guy who, for the sake of our synopsis, is Russian. And he shoves uh, a rope through his jaw area. To, like, uh, drag the thing, which is what you do with fish. Yes. So the idea is he's treating them like fish. I laughed a lot at the scene where he cuts off the guy's hand, places it on the table, then cuts off the fingers, like the tips of all his fingers, and puts them in the meat grinder. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just grinds up the tips of his fingers. I was like, ew. I was like, ew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely a, a yicky yucky moment. Ew. He's grinding them up, presumably to make fish bait. Yeah. And sell it and sell it to people. Sell it to people. Or give it away to random tourists for free. Or yeah, or give it away in a bucket. And that's that's exactly why I thought giving away in a bucket was very suspicious. Yeah. I didn't realise, of course, that that means he must have a large supply of mm. free fish bait. Where is he getting this from? Why, of course, the copious amount of bodies he keeps lying around to grind up for it. I do want to mention my favourite kill of the movie, though, which is the dad of the bratty kids. He's stuck out in the middle of the lake because oh, his, yes. his boat won't work. Yes. And so he's like, maybe I'll swim to shore. So he undoes his shirt. We see his massive beer belly. And then the beer belly gets hooked. And he's like, oh, my belly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you see this massive fake belly getting sliced and blood pouring from it? It's very dumb. That was fun. Uh, so he, he dies because he's just making lots of noise. Uh, then we see where German guy keeps the corpses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got them all nice and hooked up with some of the best special effects for dead corpses. By best, do you mean they stole a couple of props from the Thriller music video by Michael Jackson? Yes, yes. Absolutely (laughs) is what I mean. They're like rubber masked faces on like dummies. Very that funny. He's got he's got all hooked up. I liked how he's got them all hooked on the one line mm. so he can drag them around. He and he's around. got them hidden just under the dock. So this is yeah, when they start to that they start to figure stuff out. Yep. I hated the stupid child thing where he <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. finds it by using the stud finder on the guy's head. Yeah, there's this weird lump on German guy's head and the kid's like, I'm going to use my stud finder over the little lump. And in doing so, he solves the mystery? Uh, well, sort of. He's like, oh yeah, there's something metal in that guy's head when they're talking about it later. And they're like, haha, that proves my theory. Mm. That this metal lump drives him insane. And they're all like, this guy's the killer. Yeah. So they go to the cops and the cops are like, nope, not going to help you. And so what happens is Peter's girlfriend's like, oh, cops, they all suck. I'm going to go down to the jetty, the one place everyone's been killed. I'm going to go down there as well and yeah. listen to music. Why, why, yeah, why are they still here? Why do they keep going out on the water where they all die? It's so dumb. 
that's the thing. This movie's so smart. Well, whatever. I wouldn't say so smart, but it's smart in some areas, and then unbelievably dumb in other areas. And if it if it chose one of them, yeah, I'd be a lot more happy. Well, I guess the but, thing yeah. is because she got drunk and she was sleeping during the whole like part of the f- the film where they were like figuring out who the killer is. So I guess you could excuse her, kind of, but also don't go out on the jetty. That's where everyone's died. So she's pretty dumb by that means. Anyway, her hands. Her hand gets, like, hooked, but she manages to run away for a little while. There's this tense standoff, but eventually she gets abducted. And German guy doesn't kill her. Instead, he ties her up and puts her in the cupboard. Yeah, I don't know why he doesn't murder her then. I guess it's for the the, the fake-out once again when he goes out on the water afterwards. This is where the movie should have ended, by the way. Yes. Because they have this whole plan of the guy will go out on the water, play the music to aggravate... The cicadas. This is um the main character dude. Yeah, Peter. And then Grey Hair and a Crazy Dude will go inside, rescue What's-Her-Face, and then they'll all murder What's-His-Face. But instead, he has flashbacks while on the water to when his grandfather died and decides not to go through with it. Yep. And so for the next 20 minutes of the movie, all I could think about was how the movie didn't end here. Yeah. When the, when the movie went for its climax, it just just didn't. Because instead the climax of the movie is Peter's like, I need revenge and I'm going to kill him the way that he killed everyone. Grey hair, can you train me to be a great caster with this giant hook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so at the end, the, 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 uh, the guy's like, I want you to trade me to become the best with this hook. Meanwhile, his girlfriend has been stuck in a cupboard for, like, 24 hours yeah, at this point. Yeah, yeah, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? It's like, oh, he's gonna train him now. This would have made more sense if this had just happened before. Because I like this. I like the idea that they have a hook battle, because that's really stupid. It's very dumb. It's very funny. It's very dumb and very funny, but I like that. That's, mm. that's very great. Greyhead guy's like, all right, oh, I see, you want to get the ultimate revenge on him. You don't want to just go and arrest him. You want to get ultimate, ultimate revenge. revenge. I will train you. And apparently in the, like, couple of hours that they, they go to it, he becomes the best hook hooker, hook, <laughs> uh, best, yeah, best yeah. fisherman. Yeah, best hooker. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> best fisherman. Yeah, the best fisherman in the world. Because then he goes to the guy's place at night this time. And he plays the music. He does the plan from before. Yeah. Yes, except he doesn't freak out this time. Because he's got the powers of the hooker now. Yeah. I don't understand. But he does that. They have their hook off, which was very funny. Because they both just mm. throw their hooks at each other and just wish for the best. And then they then they start, like, going back and forth. And, like, one guy get The first... The, the main guy gets hooked... And then takes time to reel up his rod and then cast it. Then um, I think uh, the German guy wins. The bad guy wins the battle. He somehow he somehow knocks Peter out. Yeah, I don't know how. Maybe from blood lo- loss of blood. Yeah, and he drags him inside. The scene is he drags him inside the shack next to a tape player. The guy wakes up, turns on the tape player. And it's like, haha, through the power of music, may you feel pain. And then he just accidentally pushes the tape player into water. He saves his girlfriend, though, so that's cool. And then there are police sirens outside. So German guy's like, oh, no, police, I'm going to run off into the forest. So he does that. Yep. And then the movie ends. Yes, with the, with the, <laughs> the like, cop going to grey hair, like... 
Are you gonna help me chase him? He he looks dramatically at the bullet that was embedded in his long lost friend that they found in his shack, and he's like, "Yes, I will." And it's like, "How is this movie not ended already?" Oh my god. They wanted, like, a sequel or something for this, and it's just like, no. If this was a joke, if the joke of this ending was, ha-ha, we've been very funny by setting up a sequel that's never going to happen, ha-ha, yeah. look at us, that would be fine, but I don't think that's the case. I think this is just a terribly made movie. Yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. I think the problem is it was trying to be intentionally bad, but didn't fully commit. And then tried to be making a good movie and a bad movie at the same time. Because the intentionally bad parts are a guy is killing people with a fishing hook. That's funny. Yeah. That's a funny bad idea. And those scenes where he kills people are pretty funny. But then the rest of the movie is trying too hard to be an actual movie. And it fails. Yeah. Completely. And that's why I'm giving this a fat oldie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an oldie for me. But, um... I feel like this is another movie where if you just slimmed it down to, mm. like, a good 50-minute highlight reel, you could get some real good laughs out of this one. I think so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, which is why we'll very quickly move on to the add and remove segment, which is where we add and remove stuff. My remove is just 40% of the movie. Oh, uh, well, my one's a little different. Yeah? Um, mine would be 60% of the movie. Nah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, just probably make it shorter. Cut out all the unnecessary plot points. The one thing I would add, I'm kind of torn, because I'm like, I kind of want more soundtrack instead of just those two Age of Empires sounding songs playing over and over again. Or more consistent gore. I think I'd add more gore throughout the entire film. That's probably the main thing that I'd add. Just lots and lots throughout the entire film. Yeah, uh, I'd probably add, like, I'd add... I'd either make it a more clever film or a more dumb film. Because mm. I feel like it's right in the middle and it flip-flops and I feel like that sucks. Because it's very dumb some of the time and it's very smart other times. Yeah. And I feel like it needs to commit to one. So I'd, I, that's what I'd do. I'd either pick one side. Make it a dumb movie where dumb stuff happens or a smart movie where smart things happen. Checklist time then. We'll fly through the checklist, which is just a list of tropes from films we've seen this year. We'll see how tropey this movie is. Is it bad porridge? Yeah, fish porridge. I think we've already discussed how gross fish porridge would be earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely a fish porridge movie. Ew. Absolutely. Dumb characters. Oh boy. All the main cast are dumb. Every character. I don't think that there is a smart character in the... Oh, maybe grey hair. Yeah, but he's also in denial about his friend being evil, so... Yeah, it's dumb. Having yeah. feelings? That's dumb. <laughs> That's dumb. Uh, the bad guy's from a foreign country. I thought he had a German accent, so I guess that... Yes. Yep. He has, he has some sort of different yes. accent. Do all the good guys live? No, but it's a horror film, so that's pretty obvious. Yes. So, uh, so here's what I'm going to say. I think we need to separate these these tropes into sort of categories of movies. Yeah. So we've already got some which are very specifically movie on, specific movies only, but I think we should have that for all of them. Yeah. Well, I think that All the Good Guys Live one, though, that was from a horror, but there are a few. We do need to go through this and fix it up a bit, um, and we'll probably do that between episodes. But yeah, All the Good Guys Live in this episode, no. Good Guys Sacrifices Themselves does not get that, but mm. that's usually the case with horror. 
There is a power outage, though. Yes, the guy's boat. Mm. His his boat breaks down. Yeah, that gets the vehicle one as well, which is also a separate trope. So there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Female lead falls in love with male lead. They're all already in uh, love. Yeah, together. But it is their sort of their point. So uh, yes, definitely gets the dead animal trope. We see many a fish being cut up in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murdered fish. Dead fish. A lot of dead fish in this one. Is it a rip-off of other famous movies, though? Not really, no. No. Slow motion. There wasn't any slow motion, surprisingly enough. Song with the title of the movie in it. There was the song Let's Fishing. Yes. Let's Go Fishing or whatever. I'd count that. Unfunny joke where the joke is that it's unfunny. Yes, that's with the conspiracy theory guy. That's his whole thing. Yes, it's bad. Uh, And finally, narration. No, no narration. Surprisingly enough, no narration. Uh, And no dubbing either. Did you find any reviews for the next segment? I did. So, it's time for... Raving reviews. It's part of the show where I normally get lots of reviews from Rotten Tomatoes audience scores, but this week there was only one. There was one <laughs> singular review on Rotten Tomatoes that wasn't a critic one. Nice. So uh, we've got him. So are you ready for his score? All right. Uh, that you have to guess. It's Adam. Oh, Adam. Yeah, it's your best friend, Adam. I know a few people called Adam. Which one is this in particular? Uh, this is Adam. So he says... Um, <laughs> It's a Choma film. What do you expect? That's the whole review? <laughs> That's the entire review. Okay, oh. it's a Choma film, comma, what did you expect? Explanation mark. Well, that could probably be 2.5. Oh, you were really close. It's actually 2 out of 5. Oh, it's neg. It's more negative. Yeah, it was slightly, only slightly though. You got that pretty close. I, I, I think you did well on that one. Wow, I still lost by a landslide. Zero percent. Zero percent of this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but you were only five percent off on every guess. Mm, true facts. All right, mm. that is Bloodhook. We'll wrap it up there. Thanks for listening, as always. If you like the show, number one way to help out is tell a friend. We've got Instagrams that you can follow. We've got a Facebook page you can like. Uh, got an iTunes page you can leave a review on if you want to. And yeah, the Patreon club, link in description. A minimum of two bonus episodes a month. Next week is a bonus battle, so that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, and there's links to all that in the description. Now, Sandro, can I have a few choices for next week? Yes. Hopefully, these movies aren't as unbelievably um, bad as this week's. Got three options. The first option is called Extreme Prejudice. Ooh. It is an action. I believe I've heard of Extreme Prejudice before. Yeah, it's what we have towards the movie we just talked about. Ooh, got him. Because we're prejudiced towards just generally bad movies. <laughs> Ooh. It is a story of two childhood friends who take very different paths in their lives. One becomes a Texas Ranger. The other becomes a drug lord. Ooh. Oh, they've both got extreme prejudice against each other, I guess. Uh, the Princess Academy is a film where an orphan goes to a school where they teach young women how to marry rich men. Oof, that sounds awful. Then your third and final option is My Demon Lover. I'll say that again. My Demon Lover. <laughs> wow. A street drifter turns into a monster every time he tries to make friends with a girl. <laughs> Wow, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Extreme Prejudice, Princess Academy, or My Demon Lover? Well, I, 
I thought I thought I was going to choose a non-bad movie, but these all sound terrible. So I'm going to have to go with the one that sounds the most terrible, which is My Demon Lover. <laughs> it does sound pretty awful. Yep. I love this mm. for us. Next week, My Demon Lover. Wrap it up with the best quote from Bloodhook. What have you got? I hate it when you talk with your mouth open. <laughs> oh, this feels like sex. It's just waiting around. <laughs> uh. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 